Pulpa MX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Greetings, everybody out there in podcast world. Welcome into another edition of the RockyMountainATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and Racetech. Man, it's been a little bit. I feel like it's uh, it's a little over a week right now. Usually, I do my podcast on Monday. Today is Wednesday, so I'm a couple days late, but nonetheless, we're here. We got some uh, big news. I'm excited to talk about the Justin Brayton Replica 2021 Honda CRF 450R. I feel like you guys out there can read right through me when I talk about something. And sometimes when I talk about something, I'm not excited enough. Uh, I guess it's because a little bit because I talk about dirt bikes a lot. I type about dirt bikes a lot. I ride dirt bikes a lot. So sometimes I'm just a little flat on these shows, right? But today I am not flat. I am excited. Uh, If you guys can't tell through uh, the sound of my voice, Holy shit, I had a great, great time riding this bike, and I'll be the first to admit that I have given the Honda CRF450R a lot of shit, all warranted on my end, I feel like, especially the, t- the, the 2020 version. The 21 version is a little bit better, and I do feel like it's getting the shit on a little bit out there right now from other media outlets, and some of those... Um, Shitting points, I would like to say, are valid, but it is a better Honda, and I was super curious to ride this bike uh, just because uh, I've ridden the Works Edition lately, uh, raced it not too long ago, have uh, a stock version, been riding that, and so I've been familiarized with this bike quite a bit lately, and of course, I have a lot of history with this bike, a little bit of development with Honda on this, so... uh, Man, I was uh, I was a little bit leery coming into this, but after I wrote it, man, I couldn't wait to do this podcast, and I can't wait for you guys to see the video. So let's pay some bills right now. RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, free three-day shipping, over 75 bucks. Man, you guys should be over there right now. At keyforinktesting.com, clicking on the Rocky Mountain banner on my page. Do your shopping. That helps us out a lot. Trust me. Gives us a kickback on what you guys are purchasing and lets them know that you like this show and it's just like not another podcast. And uh, hopefully, we have some influence on your shopping. So that helps us out a lot. Thank you for doing that so far. I've seen it. Uh, I've got emails telling me that you guys are doing it. So Man, I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you guys for doing that. It helps us out a lot. FXRRacing.com. Don't let Steve or JT shit on FXR. They talk trash on the show. It's all fun. We're, we're jabbing around. But in all seriousness, KKMX35 will save you 35 I take that back, 30%, not 
I don't know why they did 35, but nonetheless, the code is KKMX35, all caps, saves you 30% over there at FXRRacing.com, and they have badass gear. I just got the new Revo LE stuff. I wore it with this shoot, and I've never got so many compliments on a set of gear while I was out testing than I have. People were actually stopping me going, what is that? Uh, How can I get it? Is it out? So, yes, you can go get it, order it at fxrracing.com. No, it is not out yet. It will come out next month. So get your pre-order in. If you have a Honda, red, limited edition, Revo, it looks insane. Go check out my Instagram at Testing or at kkiefer120, and you can see it. Or just go to FXR website. That's right there as well. Um, race tech. Guess what? Lots of race tech Honda stuff that I've dealt with. Great Great services over there. You want your Honda working good. You want your Honda having some comfort. You want your Honda getting a little bit more performance because God knows that stock suspension on the Wii or the 450R needs it. Head over to Racetech.com. You can go to sales at Racetech.com. Use the code Kiefer21. That'll save you some dough on any parts services that you're doing and trust me if you have any questions always always email me chris at kefer com, and my door is open for you and i would say 98 percent chance i'll get back to you unless you're an asshole or an idiot and that two percent is built in for those guys so uh most of you guys aren't like that but uh thank you guys for supporting these advertisers that are on my show and right now i'm gonna rip them off course rmatvmc that stands for rocky mountain atvmc fxr race tech power motorsports works connection ride engineering chevrolet of colleen texas go get yourself a new chevy i just drove heathers today thing is fast we have um only one chevy in our parking lot right now i would say parking lot because it there's a lot of vehicles at our house pro taper 60 helmets Oregon Old Timers Association. Go check them out, OregonOldTimers.com. Do some racing. I'm going to be. Check them out. ScreenPrintingDone.com. Neil is a badass dude. You want to get some shirts made up, hoodies, hats, go check out Neil. Plum Creek Funding. Zach, refis on your house. That's important. That's home life type shit. Zach over there at Plum Creek Funding does it. Blood Lubricants. Save your engine. Don't be A-Ray and blow a fucking crank through your engine. Get some blood lubricants. And, of course, Dunlop Motorcycle Tire. They're new with us. MX-53 and MX-33. MX-3S, most importantly, MX-3S. If you guys don't see them at your dealerships, hang on. Don't yell at me. The ship's coming in, all right? You know what this COVID has done? It has really hurt some shipments. They're coming. You guys find 3S fronts, do it. That's what I'm on, a 3S, 33 rear, quality tires, and uh, they're new to our, um, they're new to advertising here on Kiefer Inc., and uh, we welcome them. So thank you guys for joining me. Just like I said in the start of the show, Jamie over at Twisted, the muck-off Honda guys, Yareve, uh, if you guys don't know Yareve, I didn't know much about Yareve and his team because, uh, quite frankly, I haven't, haven't really met him until this year when he was over there. The race shop is near Twisted Development, so I got to uh, talk to Yareev a little bit. And, of course, all the guys in the shop, 
man, there's some quality mechanics there on this team. Very good dudes. Uh, Duff is a great guy. And, of course, Narco Nate. Nate is, uh, is awesome. I like him because he's real. He's like a big teddy bear. Love to squeeze him, but I don't because I know he gets weirded out by some other man trying to hug him. So I back off. But lots of quality people on this team. Of course, Justin Brayton is uh, the guy that I like the most as far as the riders on the team. Uh, Down-to-earth guy, family guy, uh, nice to talk to, older guy, has great style on the bike, and just love watching Justin ride. So around uh, late September, early October, uh, I got my CRF 450R, uh, 2021 edition, and um, there wasn't a lot of them out, right? Uh, us media got our bikes before they were at the dealers, and usually that doesn't work like that. Usually we get our bikes around the same time dealerships do, but for whatever reason, the media got them about a month, maybe a month and a half earlier than the dealership. So I was very fortunate enough to start riding and get to know this bike a little bit more for you guys out there, but I have, you know, before October, I was riding this machine for about mm, almost two years, so I'm pretty familiar with this bike. Although very excited about this machine coming to um, to the dealerships and to you guys, you know, listening to this podcast, uh, COVID kind of screwed up our testing, and they didn't get Jap- the Japanese engineers didn't get to come over and test as much as as they should, so they took it upon themselves over there to finish the project. And um, nothing against um, anything from Japanese to American style riding, but it's just a little bit different. We have different fuel over here. We have different riding styles, so it's tough for them over there to replicate what we can do over here. We work hand-in-hand with the Japanese over here, and that seems to work with a lot of R&Ds, and not just Honda. Yamaha does it. Uh, Suzuki did it when they were testing. Uh, Kawasaki does it. So this is the normal for testing procedures. Uh, Japanese side comes to America. The American side goes to Japan, and they, they share notes. They share... Uh, testing ideas, and you create a motorcycle. Well, COVID kind of screwed that up and uh, left the bike in limbo a little bit, and that is why we had a little miss on the ECU as well as soft suspension. So those are the two reasons. This is not uncommon. I know some other media outlets out there freak out about it, and they, um, (laughs) they think that they know, but they do not. Uh, They assume. So... Uh, for me, I, I know a little bit more about the background of the testing over there, so I know the reasons why. So as you see, Honda has announced, if you guys are listening to this and have seen the internets, uh, they have announced the 2022 models, which, of course, have different springs, different uh, valving specs, and an ECU reflash. And, of course, if you have a works edition or a 2021 450 right now, you can get your stuff reflashed at the dealership for free. If you haven't done it, uh, go do it. I would recommend, uh, so here's what I recommend. I get a lot of these emails, and there's a lot of these questions that I have written down that I wanted to start this podcast off with instead of just jumping into this this Brayton bike. But uh, I do recommend getting the reflash versus getting it uh, reflashed via Jamie at, at Twisted or via Chad at XPR. Uh, go get the OEM reflash at your dealership. Try it. That is free. It's not going to cost you anything, and I would recommend going that direction because uh, the American side and the Japanese side work together to get an ECU setting that works. So um, 
they can reflash your whole ECU, and this will be a way better Honda when you do that reflash. It really does help your Honda. Um, I just got the Works Edition, and yes, if you do have a new Works Edition, no, it does not have the reflash. You have to actually go get it done. So if you're picking one up, make sure you have them reflash it. That's important. Uh, so in October, September, uh, that team, the Muckoff Honda team, didn't have a lot of parts, uh, didn't have a lot of bikes. I know Justin purchased a motorcycle from, I, I, I want to say his dealership, 10 Cycles, um, back in North Carolina. And if it wasn't, I apologize. Maybe he uh, purchased it somewhere else. But nonetheless, he purchased his own Honda to get a jump start on his Supercross testing. So he had it. He was ready because he knew he was racing it. And uh, that is the only bike the team, you know, air quotes, the team had. So I was approached by Justin. Justin gave me a call. I left a voicemail. I called him back. He said, hey, man, what do you think? I know you have one. Uh, we talked a little bit. And he's like, can I borrow the engine out of your 450 for a little while to help me develop or help Jamie at Twisted Development develop an engine for me to ride? Me, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a people guy. I like quality people. Justin is just that. He's a great dude, nice guy, down the earth. I like riders that if you met them not around the track, they act like they don't ride a dirt bike. I like that. Justin is one of those guys. Even when you're at the track, he's just a normal dude, doesn't act like he races, doesn't act like he's a badass on a dirt bike, although he is. I'm just all in on those type of people. So I said, you know what? I will sacrifice a few months. Well, I shouldn't say a few months. At the time, I thought it was like a month a month or so. Uh, I will sacrifice 30 to 60 days of my CRF450R development to you guys at home, and I'll give you this. You guys do it, and we'll do a story on uh, your type of engine that you like. So he, he agreed. Jamie got the motor. They went to test, and they created a bike around Justin. Um, well, December came around, and I was like, well, don't have my bike yet. Kind of bummed out. Need a bike here. I'd like to ride a Honda. Don't have it. Uh, the Works Edition wasn't here yet. So, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Jamie and the guys uh, finally got to uh, get Justin happy. They went and did some testing at the Honda track here in Corona. And overall, everyone thought that the bike was ready to race, and it was really good. So, uh, Justin took that engine, he raced it, um, he had a spare engine, so that way, in case something happened, they had something to fall back on, and basically that, my engine, or that engine, kind of went around uh, North America on the Supercross Tour for a little while, before they had enough parts to have an extra spare engine, and uh, they could develop further. So, I finally got my engine back, fast forward, we're in March, and it is March 10th. And I just got my engine back, put my bikes put back together. I wanted to make it a replica JB10 bike. So Nate over there at the Muckoff Honda team put it together, framed it, polished it up, put that Justin Brayton spec engine into the chassis and put some uh, Pirelli tires on it because that's the team sponsor. And they went to, and they went to work, put it all in, and, I'll, and here we are. And I was excited to ride it. Uh, a few things about Justin. Justin likes a lot of bottom end on his bike. It's not shocking. He uses the clutch a lot. He, he uh, 
I don't say he rides the clutch, but from what I hear, he he fans the clutch. He kind of pops the clutch a little bit more. So um, I'm kind of that way as well. I have my finger on the clutch all the time. I look at pictures of younger kids, and they scrub, and their whole hand is around the grip. I'm like, huh, that's kind of weird. So I started studying more of this kind of uh, style because my finger in the air is always on the clutch. That's how I was brought up riding. You have a finger on the clutch at all times, right? So even when I scrub, turn down, or whatever I'm doing, I have a finger on the clutch, and that's kind of how Justin rides. I always see a lot of pitchers with his finger on the clutch. The younger generation, they'll take that finger off of the clutch to jump. I'm just not that way. Um, so there's a lot of of things that I can relate to about Justin um, with my riding style as well. Obviously, Justin is, is way faster than me and uh, way more talented of a rider. But uh, I thought, you know what? Jamie is known for building awesome engines. I mean, we all know that. Sometimes Jamie, and I, I tell this to Jamie that <laughs> sometimes, you overbuild some of the stuff that I want. I'm not a huge bottom-in guy like Justin. That's one thing that we're different on. I like a smoother, broader power. I'm really, um, I like a long power, but I don't want to rip my arms out or get me tired. I want to be able to ride my motorcycle a longer time. I don't want to be able to haul ass for two laps and get pumped up. So these Supercross guys, they need a lot of bottom-in to get out of the corner. Ten feet in front of them, there's a jump. They need to clear you know, 70 feet right away in a span of 15 feet from the corner to the jump, right? So they need a lot of bottom in. I was like, oh, shit, this thing's going to be so fast, I'm not going to like it. Even though I know Jamie can tune the ECU, uh, the Honda chassis is already stiff for me, right? You guys hear me complain about that. Uh, and it's just going to exacerbate that feeling when I have a fast engine. I'm not going to be able to ride this bitch. So... Like I tell you guys sometimes, like I try to clear my mind. I free my mind when I ride things. But sometimes there's a little gremlin in the back of my head going, hey, buddy, don't forget about me. Remember that stiff feeling? Uh, the bike's already fast and you're making it faster. It's going to be all fucked up. So that little guy's back there, right? So I try to push him away. Got the got the specs on what Jamie did to this engine, okay? It's a hand-ported cylinder head. And he used my engine and this head to create a CNC porting spec for uh, what he is putting out for this motorcycle. That This engine that I have in my bike right now was the base to evolve what Justin wanted on his bike. Uh, he has a JE piston that's developed around custom clearances with a DLC rod, a twisted development spec connecting rod, balanced, polished, Crankshaft. That is huge, and we're going to talk about that. Obviously, a Vortex ECU with the Jamie spec map. More like my spec map because uh, he mellowed the mapping out for me. Um, a Twisted Development spec intake. Venturi designed with flow analysis. I'm going to talk about that too. Polished tranny and internal moving pieces. Little pieces in there are polished, and um, that's important as well. Uh, spec camshaft, one of Jamie's spec camshaft, and of course a recluse torque drive clutch that I don't, I don't even think's out yet. It could be coming out here pretty soon. So uh, if you guys are looking for something coming out, I know recluse is coming out with one. But I have no problem with the stock clutch system on that. It's way better than last year's version. And I know some of the, I, I think the factory team like Roxon and Chase are using the stock Nissan system. 
with the leverage ratio and everything. Uh, so that tells you something how good that system is. So a couple things I want to note on this short but important list. Okay, so uh, obviously hand ported cylinder, that's to Jamie spec. Uh, it was more customized to Brayton where the bottom end, you get a little bit of bottom end and connectivity. Uh, higher compression piston. Um, from what I hear, this bike likes compression, so that is good news. Um, I really want to talk about the polished crankshaft and uh, the the balanced, I guess I want to say, the balanced polished crankshaft. I got a lot of vibration from a stock CRF450R. If you guys have one of those right now, maybe you do not notice it, but when you go back and forth on other bikes, I get a lot more vibration on a Honda this year than I do even a KTM, and I talk about the KTM vibration a lot as well. So I get a lot of vibration on this Honda, the stock one, from the the bars as well as the pegs. It comes through the peg, up my feet, and then through the bars into my hands. Wasn't a great feeling, and a lot of that was in a higher RPM state. This engine, it almost diminished all of that, and I asked Jamie, and I didn't know this list when I rode the bike, right? He kind of just sent me this list before this, before uh, I left Glen Helen that day. But I would expect that lack of vibration was because of the balanced crank. You can do that to every bike, and the vibration will go down, especially at KTM. You balance the crank in a KTM, and it helps. So having it polished and balanced has helped vibration. Um, the intake the venturi designed uh intake that jamie came up with uh he 3d printed this stuff um and he went through a, a few different venturi intakes I mean, just think of like the old moto tassinari uh air boots that used to come out this is kind of the same thing right but he customized one to go with the the head and the ecu and all these things that are encompassed in this engine he built one to give riders more connection to the rear wheel. And I talked about this on the Racer X Films video that we did that will be up next Monday or Tuesday up on racerxonline.com. And <clears throat> I mentioned to, to the people out there that uh, this Venturi, although not for sale, which I told Jamie he should sell this thing because I'm going to try, I should say we, we are going to try this intake with a stock motor i really wanted to to really try this intake with the stock motor to see what it does and see if it's worth selling to you guys out there because what this thing did is really enhance this engine and smoothed it out and made it so rear wheel friendly under load that <laughs> the first lap would put a smile on my face i don't want to give it all away yet i just want to kind of rip through these parts but man i was shocked the first lap i was like fuck I was really shocked, okay? So this Venturi design, you can check it out on the Racer X Films. I don't have a picture of it. I should have took one, and I didn't. That's my fault. But you can check out the RacerXOnline.com's films um, video that we did, and there's uh, we talk a little bit about that, and there's a picture of it you guys can see. And if you bug Jamie enough, all right, and this thing does work when after I try it on a stock engine, and if it does work, bug his ass about making one because he really doesn't want to uh, make one because it's a pain in the ass to make, and the cost versus um, just the cost might be too much for him to sell. Maybe you guys won't want it because it's too much to make, and obviously he's going to have to make some money, so it's going to cost you guys a lot of money to have. But I know Honda owners, 
And if it works, you guys are buying it. Trust me. I've, I've been a part of this for long enough that I know that you guys will buy stuff if it actually works. Um, another thing I noticed that I told Jamie about when I got in, I go, did you do anything to the bottom end, like transmission-wise? He's like, yeah, we, uh, the shift fork is a little bit different, so it has more of a positive feel when shifting. And I noticed that right away when I went to go shift in the third. Just each click of the shifter is way more positive, and it's, it's nice knowing that it's in the gear that it's in. I'm not going to hit a false neutral. Never did. So um, it's kind of nice. Actually, I take it back. I did hit false neutral one time when I tried to roll an inside, and I kind of scrubbed the roller on the inside, and it popped my um, shifter into gear or into neutral. So that's the only time that I missed the shift, and I didn't even miss it. It actually, the, the dirt hit the shifter and caused that problem. So I did notice that. I like that. And like I told you, the clutch for me was uh, easy to use. I'm not a huge hydraulic clutch guy, but this was uh, fairly easy to use for me on one finger because not all hydraulic clutches are really nice and buttery to one hand, right, uh, one finger, because sometimes I have to use two fingers on a hydraulic clutch because it's a little bit stiffer than a cable. Nonetheless, this thing worked good, had a long engagement, and I liked it. So <clears throat> what was it like to ride a factory-level engine. And that's what I'm going to put this as, right? Because let's face it, Brayton's pulling hole shots. He's up near the front. And you watch him ride, and he's, as, he's a top-five guy right now. And you can't be a top-five guy in this day and age in Supercross without having a damn good engine. Not just fast, all right? That's the key thing here. Not just fast. Every time I say, hey, man, you do your engine, like, dude, I don't need any more power. It's not about how much power you have. That is a part of it. You need to have power, but you, how you put it to the ground. That's what I've known for a long time when these 450s hit the ground. You know, it's like, how are these things putting that 450 power to the rear wheel? I've had old Yamahas that are so damn fast I can't control them, and the rear wheel breaks loose. So my lap times are slower. I can go ride a 125 faster because it's connected to the ground and I don't have as much horsepower. So Brayton and these guys over at Twisted Development and, of course, Yareev and every, everyone that he put together on his staff have created such a program that um, it's impressive for me to sit back and watch but not only get a chance to ride. Thanks for listening to the special JB10 Replica Show. Time for a little bit of commercials. Sit back, relax, get some product discount codes from these companies. Support these advertisers because they support us. And live happily ever after. We'll be right back after these words. All-American Chevrolet in Colleen, Texas is a proud supporter of Keeper 8 and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front-end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Colleen. Chevy, find new roads. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirts! Get your sassy T-shirts! Yeah! Good morning. 
We didn't catch your name last night. ScreenPrintingDone.com. I'm not supposed to be within 200 feet of a Chuck E. Cheese. I need that shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com. Let's get into this t-shirt. It's a cute top. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com. That does sound awesome. I see things no one should ever see. I got a pretty dope sense of humor, bro. ScreenPrintingDone.com. <laughs> you an older dude looking to race some races? Maybe looking to do some longer motos? OregonOldTimers.com is coming out with a new 2021 schedule. We will have that up on the new shows in January. So check them out, OregonOldTimers.com. Any questions about going to the Old Timers Association, hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com, and I'll help you out. See you guys at the races next year. Hey, Kiefer, what oil should I run? What weight should I run? Lots of emails coming in about oil. You know what I choose? BloodLubricants.com, 1040. Pro Series Synthetic Oil. If you guys haven't run Blood Lubricants Synthetics, you should try it. Email Jeff over there at Blood Lubricants, info at bloodlubricants.com. Mention the code Kiefer. Get 25% off a case of oil. I run the 1040 Pro Series in all of my test bikes here. It works great. Keeps the engine cooler as well. Clutch life is enhanced and longer. I go through clutches on that Yamaha YZ450F. Every 10 hours, now I can go 15 hours. So, great oil. Email Jeff over there. Use the code. Save yourself some money. Email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com. If you have any questions about the oil, I'm happy to help. You got a new bike? Hell, you got an old bike? Go to ride-engineering.com. You can use the code KT25 to get 25% off. If you're looking for anything chassis-related, clamps, bar mounts, axle blocks, whatever it is. They even got calipers, brakes. They do it all over there at ride-engineering.com. So go check them out. Use the code. Save yourself some money. If you have any questions, you guys know the email. Visit them, ride-engineering.com. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to protaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars. You don't want a crossbar. Pro Taper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half-waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The Race Cut grips? Come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy, so go check them out. ProTaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to KieferInkTesting.com. There's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Kiefer Ink Testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? ProTaper. ProTaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding. 720-212-4685. If you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keeferinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 
888-888-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. You guys looking to buy a new bike? 2021s are out. Go to Power Motorsports. That's right, they're in Oregon. PowerMotorsports.com. If you guys want a deal on a Yamaha, ooh, or a Kawasaki, ah, or maybe, just maybe, you want a KTM. They got them all there. They have Kiefer Inc. testing special discounts. Email me, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I will get you in touch with David Sibley. That's right, David Sibley at Power Motorsports. He knows the drill. He knows Kiefer Inc. testing gives the best deals possible, and so do Power Motorsports. Hit them up, powermotorsports.com. Thanks for holding tight and listening to these commercials. We are back. JB10, Honda, Sierra 450R, muck off. I pull up to Glen Helen. I'm going to give you these backstories, okay, because I'm going to give you my thoughts. I pull up to Glen Helen. Uh, Jamie's like, hey, man, uh, I might need this head pipe back because it's a dyno head pipe. It's an FMF, right? Um, that's part of the team sponsor is FMF Racing, and they built this. Uh, I should say Jamie and I helped weed through a few of these FMF mufflers for Justin, knowing that they knew how I – they knew that I knew <laughs> – how Justin rode, and I know how much bottom end Justin wants, so I picked a specific muffler that I think Justin would like, and it comes comes to find out he did like that muffler the most, so that's what they used, that's what's on this bike, but I had a head pipe on there that Jamie needed uh, for his dyno, because they started doing a lot of dyno stuff on this bike, and uh, I said, yeah, no problem, you can take the head pipe after I'm done, whatever, didn't think anything of it because and i will tell you why and i'm I'm ashamed to admit this because i was assuming and you're not supposed to do this right do as i say not as i do i was assuming that this bike's going to be way too gnarly and i'm gonna be like yeah fuck, i gotta do a podcast on this thing i'm gonna talk about how gnarly it is and how gnarly justin is for hanging on to it blah 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 so i wasn't even thinking that i wanted to ride this bike asap after i got done doing the test okay so there, I'm admitting something. It's like, <laughs> it's like I'm walking into a church. I'm just confessing my sins right now. So I said no problem. <clears throat> so I get dressed, uh, get on the track, and I'm fairly good about feeling a motorcycle pretty early. I can dissect it within a couple laps and know if it's going to be uh, good or bad or maybe, yeah, it's on the verge and I can try to make it better. Right when I roll on the track and I was like, fuck. Oh. That's exactly what I said. I said, fuck, this thing is fast. I got from the start area to Talladega at Glen Helen in, no lie, quicker than I have ever been, ever been. I want to say that. I was going to say quicker than I have in a long time, but I will say quicker than I ever been. This thing gets the power to the ground in a hurry, and it is fun. Holy shit, it is fun. Went around the first lap going, okay, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for this big hit. I'm ready for this whole uh, out-of-control feel. Never got it. Never felt it. I was out there for 15 minutes. Went and shot photos with Spencer for Racer X. Went and shot photos with Dallas Dunn for my site. And just had the biggest smile on my face going, and I'm an 18-year-old kid that loves dirt bikes. This is fun shit. I'm going around Glen Helen and go, I think I can go fast around Glen Helen with this bike. And I can't ride a Honda fast at Glen Helen. It's a struggle. It's scary. 
It's scary for me to hold it and hang it out on a Honda 450 normally at Glen Helen. It wasn't at this time because I could use third gear so easy. It had so much power, and I could run third gear with the stock gearing that I didn't have to shift. I can run third gear, be lazy, but yet I was getting from point A to point B ASAP. (laughs) And that just gave me a feeling of like, fuck, man, this thing is so fun to ride. It doesn't take much effort to go around. I I paced myself with some faster dudes at Glen Helen. I was barely riding, and I was like on their ass. I'm like, holy shit. And I, but okay, and I'm gonna admit this too. Not horribly rough. All right. Yes, edgy, a little bit choppy, but not rough, rough. Okay. I came back to the truck after their initial test and photos were done. I told Jamie a couple things. One, I like the shifting. We need to raise the shifter up. It was one Nate, it's too far down on the spline. So we need to go up one with me. <laughs> Just letting Nate know that. Uh went up one spline on the shifter. I came back and said positive shifting. I noticed that, and I noticed how smooth and connected and easy to ride this thing was. And Jamie looks at me and goes, I know what you like. I know you always give me shit about having a lot of low-end power, so I made it kefirized. And kefirized means smooth, easy to ride, which I think everyone should have that type of power because it's easy. Even in Supercross, I would feel, again, I'm not Brayton, I would feel like I would like that. I would want that smooth power, but yet I have enough to get over some big shit. I feel like I could downshift to first gear and get over some big initial rhythms out of a corner with the way the engine is right now. Again, I'm not Brayton. I know he can manhandle it way more than me, but I'm just like, man, it seems like it would be an easier bike to ride in this manner. According to Jamie, Justin's uh, spec has evolved uh, maybe another one or two times, and he, he wanted a little bit more bottom end. And maybe at the beginning, Justin didn't want as much. He was wanting to do a little bit less. So I think they found a happy medium where he's happy right now. And even Justin has said this to me on the phone. Uh, He's like, Kiefer, this bike is so fun to ride. He's like, I love this bike. And this is off air, just me and him talking. And he just loves the feel of this Honda and what Jamie has done to it. Um, And I will say this, Chad at XPR Justin rode that, and he really liked that stuff as well. He loved Chad's spec. He loved the way it worked. Um, And I was always wondering, I wonder how Justin's going to like Jamie's spec because Jamie and Chad have two different styles of tuning, but he really does like the engine that he's on. He's extremely happy. He said the same thing kind of like what I felt when I was at Glen Helen. He's just like, man, it's fun to freaking ride. It's just fun. And that's how this bike is. So, I told Jamie about the broad power, and I did notice we had a little rich, um, dirty feeling when I slammed, like, over-jumped something on purpose and landed flat. It kind of burbled under load. So we leaned it out a little bit. Um, We are using Renegade Fuel, uh, SX Pro 4 Plus, I want to say. That's the Renegade Fuel, and that's really good fuel, by the way. I'm more of a VP Pro 6 guy, but I've tried this Renegade SX4 Plus, which is the equivalent of a, a Pro 6, and it's really good. It gives you a lot of bottom end. If you're a 250F guy, listen to this, that Renegade feels really good. It gives you some good bottom end. So um, we changed the mapping up a little bit. I went back out, still smiling, still happy. Couldn't believe how good it was. Second gear is so broad, so long. I went back to the stock bike and just to see how much longer each gear was, and it, it, it's not even fair. Second gear seems so short 
on the stock Wii uh, Works Edition. When I say Wii from now on, you guys know what I'm talking about. The Works Edition. Um, and even that, in the stock realm of things, the Wii is a longer pulling engine compared to others. But now you have this Twisted Development team, Brayton spec, and it's longer than that. So it gives it gives me the option. And again, this is a Supercross type engine on a, on an outdoor fast track at Glen Helen. It gave me the option to be lazy, either second or third gear. That's the beauty of it. Second gear sometimes lights up too quick. It's too short. I got to shift to third. But now it's more connected. That makes the bike feel lighter, and I can use second gear longer. It, I wish I could. Uh, I wish what I'm telling you guys over this podcast, I could make you feel while you're driving in the car right now or wherever you listen in the shop. I wish you could feel this, and maybe that would sell you on an engine. Because uh, I can't give you the exact dollar amount. You know, Jamie didn't give me the price breakdown, but I'm sure it's a pretty fucking penny, right? I'm sure it's going to cost. I don't even want to put a number on it because I don't know the cost of this engine. But let's just say $4,000. And I know Jamie's probably going to go, ah, it's way more or something like that. I don't know what it is. But let's just say it's four grand more. I'm not made of money, but I do have a, let's just say, I, I do have a new Honda, and I paid for a new Honda. Dude, <clears throat> you couldn't, I couldn't take my money out of my pocket fast enough. This is how fun and easy it is to ride this bike. And I'm not a Honda guy. I am a Honda guy, but I haven't been a Honda guy because of rigid-feeling chassis. And we're going to talk about chassis here in a minute, but I really wanted to drive home the point of how fun. I was going to say F. How fun this engine is. It is a blast to ride, easy to ride, going up Mount St. Helens. Dude, I got up the hills so fast. It, it's, it's just unreal. It's so fun to ride. Like it's, If you're a, um, a car guy and you drive a big block, fast, blown engine, just and you brah, get down the street and it just pins you back in the seat, you know that sensation that you get? This is kind of like equivalent to that in dirt bike terms where you're just like, Point A to point P, it gets you there quick, and it's connected, and it's not out of control. And that is fun for a dirt bike rider. So, man, <clears throat> no wonder JB likes to ride this bike. And I would love to ride on East Coast conditions and soft dirt, ruddy dirt, because the bike, the Honda, it corners well, and it makes it corner even better because of this engine, because it feels so damn light, because it's fast. It's insane. Ah, I... I it's fun. It's in my shop right now, and I and I went out there a few times a day going back and forth, and I look over there, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ride you. I'm going to ride you later. And there's a lot of bikes in my shop. Uh, you guys know how much I love the KTM. You guys know how much I love a Yamaha, and I'm looking over at the number 10 over there going, hey, girl, how you doing? I'm going to ride you, girl. Yeah. <sighs> it's fun. fun bike. Good job, Jamie. Uh, thank you, Nate. Thanks, Yareev. Um, thanks, Justin. Uh, it's, it's fun to ride unique bikes, unique engines. There's some parts on this bike that you can't buy. So it's, it's a really a privilege for me to feel all this stuff and relay it to you guys. And hopefully he gets this, uh, Venturi sold and made. And if you guys want it again, I don't know how much it would cost. If he's not willing to make it, it's probably going to cost a lot of money. So, uh, yeah, it's a really it's a really fun engine to ride. Less vibration, 
uh, longer pulling power, uh, easy to use because I can run third gear. You know, I try to lug a Honda, the stock one. It just doesn't like it. likes to be shifted into second. You heard me say this on other podcasts. And although second is usable on the Honda, I just never could ride a Honda like I could my Yamaha in third gear. I can lug a Yamaha. It likes it. It runs better that way. And this is how this engine is on the Honda. Plus, it just feels way lighter than a Yamaha now. Then the ergos are insane. It just feels nice. I love it. Um, I want to mention the chassis. Obviously, I didn't get to put Justin Brayton's factory clamps on there. He runs factory brakes. And from what I've heard, I think he's going to a factory transmission soon. Uh, I don't know if that's fake news or not, but I've heard that he is going to a factory tranny. And these guys need that type of thing because they downshift to first gear a lot. I was surprised when I first heard this, but... Even when I was talking to Chisholm, and he's on a stock Yamaha, he downshifts to first a lot to get out of the corner and clear a section, which seems scary to me, like it would, it would just run out too quick, but these guys do it. Having a factory transmission, I think the first gear is longer, spaced out different, so uh, things that us mere mortals would never know about, but uh, I have ridden a couple in my life, and it just it's a total different feeling, and it, again, it makes it easier to ride, so... I didn't get to try the full JB spec stock clamps. Uh, I will say that if you guys are on a Honda and you do notice a little bit of uh, unsettledness, uh, a little bit of twitchiness, try 24-millimeter offset clamps. I'm going to put this on this JB spec bike. I'm going to run 24s, and then I'm going to run my fork up uh, probably 4 mil to... Continue to get that lean in, but uh, right now I'm on 22 stock clamps, and I was uh, lucky enough to get with Kaz and, uh, of course, Suyama over at Showa gave me uh, some A-kit spec uh, bump sticks. So now I'm on a, a kit shock and kit forks, which have helped me tremendously to get along with this this motorcycle better. Uh Kaz and Suyama over there built me a set. It's a little firm feeling right now. I think I'm going to go to another spec and try a little bit softer. But, man, the bike, I can slam into stuff. I can overjump stuff. I can uh, hit bumps harder, and the bike doesn't get upset. Uh, again, stock 22 clamp. My fork height is about 2 millimeter right now. And along with this engine, uh, it's a fun, fun bike to ride. So, uh I'm going to ride this thing more just because how much I like it. And a lot of you guys commented on my social media post that I look good on it. <laughs> so uh, I know Dallas Dunn, my photographer guy, uh, he ran a poll, and it said key for blue or red, and it was like 68% red. And I think it's just because the bike looks sick. And, and I'm guilty of this as well because we've talked about this before, how a Honda just makes you want to ride until you ride it, and you're like, eh. But now... This Honda makes me want to ride. And then when I ride it, I'm like, yeah, good. So fun. Show a spec, a little bit stiffer. Shock shaft, 18 mil shock shaft. Uh, again, stock gearing. And at Glen Helen, again, wasn't horribly rough. Wasn't typical Thursday, 2 p.m., 3 p.m., GH at 4.30 type rough. But it, it was choppy enough for me to feel like, hey, don't want any part of this thing. And although, yes, I still feel the chassis is a little bit rigid on bumps. When I uh, went back out on a Yamaha that day, I felt like, oh, yeah, there's a little bit more comfort in this chassis. Um, I feel like if I dial in the suspension a little bit and work with the linkage, 
uh, we can make this thing really good. I'm already halfway there because I'm already happy with this engine and what those guys did over there at the Muckoff Honda team and creating this engine. So uh, I'd be curious to see what um, Metcalf's spec is over there on the team. And I know he's riding outdoors, and that season's about ready to get kicked off. So uh, curious to see what his spec is and what he likes. Uh, Matty's a good rider. Um, he's an older guy like Brayton and uh, still hauls ass. So, God, this thing would be a whole shot master. That's what I would think, man. I would love to just go do a couple starts, and I might go do one. I, I know State Fair, local track near me, is going to have a race this weekend. I might try to race and just to see what this thing is like in race conditions, but man, it should be able to rip starts without, without a problem. So, uh, overall, very fun machine. Uh, I know you guys are chomping at the bit to hear me talk about it. Hopefully, uh, I did it some justice. I'm glad it was as good as it is because this podcast would have been boring and you guys put a, you guys probably would have seen right through me when I was talking because (laughs) I'd have been like, all right. Yeah, dude, it's unbelievable. Justin's bike so much bottom in. It's crazy how these factory guys do it. That's kind of how I would talk. And you guys have been like, dude, we can see right through that. You didn't like it, you know? And then two weeks later, there's no pictures of you riding the Honda Kiefer. You must not like it. Not true. I do like this bike. It's fun. Going to ride it more. You guys are wondering about the FMF muffler. I have a note to talk about that as well. Uh, it is not available yet. Um, Either it's not available or it's already on back order. I don't know which one it is. I just don't think it's there yet. Uh, Look, we all got to calm down a little bit. This whole pandemic fucked us all on parts, um, on bikes. There's a lot of things that are good that it has happened in our industry because of the pandemic. You know, not, not the health reasons, but just how many people are getting on dirt bikes and riding and buying parts. And it's good for the industry as a whole. But there are some nightmare issues like, hey, man, you want a muffler? You can't get one because it's a pain in the ass to get one. But FMF is doing their job right now to try to get that out, and you guys will like this muffler. I tried the Yoshimura system on the Wii, although good, and I do like that. I just feel like uh, the FMF is a little bit more connected and has a little bit more bottom end than the Yosh. The Yosh had a little bit more mid-range feeling than the FMF, but uh, for me, I'd really like this FMF and... uh, I can't hate on the Yosh, man. The Yosh looks beautiful, too. But uh, something about a blue uh, accent muffler on this Honda looks really nice, and it works really well. And I did try it with a stock motor, and it does help a lot. I run the insert in, and so does JB. JB doesn't like a loud muffler. I'm with him. Uh, So if you guys end up doing an FMF 4.1 system for your Honda, run the insert in. It sounds good. It helps the connection to the rear wheel. And it's not loud as shit. So that is important. And uh, it'll get you uh, <laughs> it'll get you around the track plenty fast enough, trust me. So if you guys are wanting to get your engine done, man, it's a good engine. Jamie does a good job. Um, I want to give a shout-out to, this is not all about Jamie, but a shout-out to the team and for what they're doing too. It's cool that your Reeve is uh, give uh, Justin a job. Uh, obviously a paycheck, a ride. He brought his team over from Australia over here. Um, he has given, you know, a, a lot of guys rides. So um, 250 teams too. Like So you have Freckle, uh, you got Harrison, and you got these, di- you got these dudes on the 250 team that didn't have a ride, and, and you have this uh, 
Australian bloke coming over here and helping the, us Americans out. So it's cool to see. Uh, I like good dudes. When I talk to him, he seems like a down-to-earth dude, likes to ride dirt bikes and fun to hang out with, fun to bullshit. And the whole team over there, the whole vibe over there is pretty fun. Like I said, uh, those guys over there know their shit and they take their time, but yet they're not so factory and, hey, look at us, we're a cool Supercross team that they don't bro down with you a little bit, talk to you. I like that. Again, just good people. I love that kind of shit. I love good people talking to them. Don't take their self too seriously. But yet when it comes di- when it comes time to do business and let's do work, let's get serious, they know when to do that. So uh, it's a very cool vibe over there, and I end up going over there from time to time just to say hi, and they do a good job. So kudos, JB. I don't know if you're listening to this, and I, and you said you were, but who knows, right? Uh you got a good engine, man, and I'd love to ride your full spec one day out on the Supercross track. You're probably laughing right now, but I can still ride Supercross a little bit. I can't be hucking rhythms like you, but I could probably get around a little bit and test that thing. So if we want to do that, I'm down. I'd love to get your uh, latest end of the series spec on your Honda. Let's get a video up, and I want to uh, feel that thing on, the, on a Supercross track because, God, it feels good on an open outdoor track. Let's bring JB out to outdoors. Come on, JB. Ride a couple outdoors. You never know. I might come out. I wouldn't be on a Honda, but I'd come out. <laughs> I tried it on a Honda. Man, it, it, it didn't go well. But, oh, God, I would, I'm not even going to say it. I was going to say yeah, I would try it on this bike, but I'm not even going to say that because it will get me in hot water. Ah, fun bike, fun stuff. And uh, thank you to the guys over there. That was that was a pleasure, man. That was a good time. It's raining here in the high des right now. I'm going to ride this thing tomorrow on a on a local turn track and just have a blast. Look cool. Some FXR gear on. Look factory. Some dude came up to me at Glenlight. He's like, dude, you look like you're one of the riders on TV. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, bro. I appreciate that, man. Hopefully my riding is a little bit uh, is, is okay for you to watch. But, man... I looked cool with my with my red gear, FXR gear, so that that's fun. All right, guys, so that breaks down the JB10 spec, little backstory, how it works. And, uh, again, we're going to try to get some of those parts that are on JB's bike out to you guys that are actually going to help a stock engine. And let me, let me tell you this, too, real quick before we go. A Vortex ECU, even though you get your ECU reflashed, is huge. It's a huge advantage. Because just like the engine work, you're getting more horsepower, but you're getting a more controlled horsepower and a longer power. The stock ECU has parameters. This this Vortex is a wider parameter. Yes, it's a thousand bucks. Jamie and Chad know how to map this Vortex and make your Honda better. Trust me on this. You guys may be burned out on on me talking about these dudes, but I'm telling you, I've been around a little bit. I've tested other ECUs. I should, take, I should say this. I've tested Vortex ECUs with other tuners, and it's just not as good as these, as these two dudes. These two dudes know this stuff. They take their time. They're out in it. They're, they have racers that are riding in them. They have dudes like me that are constantly riding, helping them evolve their settings for normal dudes. So do yourself a favor. If you have an extra 1K, try this ECU. It is insane it really does help you it will help your honda especially uh just for the simple fact of making it uh less dirty more rideable longer power 
And, uh, yeah, man, it, it is a fun bike to ride. Holy crap. All right. That wraps it up. I can't say thank you 17 times like I have been, but uh, support the advertisers that support this podcast. They help us out. They keep us up and moving. They help me say uh, all these nice things about these engines that I love so much. God, I love dirt bikes, man. Almost 45 years old, and I just freaking get off on badass dirt bikes. Now I know what you car guys feel like when you go to car shows and shit because when I go to these races and see these factory bikes, I just want to sit on them. I want to ride them. I want to talk about them. I want to relay it to you. Uh, it, it's it's unbelievable. It's so fun. So uh, support these guys. They help us out, and they make us uh, talk about things that uh, you only wish to ride. And uh, hopefully you guys do get to ride something good this day. You can build it. If you build it, Jamie will come. Trust me. Build it up. Say, man, take it out. Give it to Jamie. Feel what I feel, and uh, I would love it. If you guys are going to do that, and you say, hey, I want to have Jamie build my engine, let me know. Email me, chris, at keyforinktesting.com. I'm curious. I want to know, when you get it back, what you feel, if you're as excited as me, if it was worth the money in your eyes. I'd like to know that kind of shit, because maybe I'm blind, maybe I'm gullible, but I, I would love it. I would spend the money. As much as I love to ride, I would spend the money on that bike, because uh, it is, it's fun to ride, so... How many times you have to drink every time I say it's fun to ride? I wonder how many drinks you guys have on the show. You'd probably be drunk, and you wouldn't even know how many times I've said it, right? <laughs> All right, guys. So if you see me at a track, come by and say hi. Let's talk about dirt bikes. You got a problem? Email me. You know the, you know the email address. Do not direct message me. Holy hell, I'm still getting DMs with questions. Please, email chris at keyforinktesting.com. Ask away. I'll do my best to answer you. Just don't give me a DM because I'm not going to sit here and type on my iPhone this long-ass paragraph about what bike is right for you. There is a what bike is right for you on my website. There is a podcast, and I have an email. Many, many ways to get a hold of me, and I can help you out. All right? All right, guys, be good to each other. You know, hug each other once in a while. Be nice to each other on the track. Don't hate calm. Let's all get along. We all love dirt bikes. We're all doing this for the same reason, because we love it so much. And we will see you next week. See you guys.